A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are welcoming back DeAndre Nicolette, owner of the Manifest Daily podcast, brand, and shop, And we're talking all things vision boards, goal setting, self-esteem, limiting beliefs, and just about everything in between. DeAndre is super spiritual and entrepreneurial, but she's also super grounded in her lifestyle. So we get to talk not only about how to live your best life and how to evolve further into a better version of you, but also just simple fun girl chat like dating and relationships and more. So this is our second time collabing and you could check out her interviewing me on her podcast tomorrow, Manifest Daily. And we talked last year, but have always kept in touch because I'm just so inspired by her and I have so much respect for her work. And Deandra actually just embarked on a new chapter as she just launched the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner. When I tell you this planner is going to change lives, I mean it. I am not just saying that. I'm the one who actually reached back out to her when I saw her launching this and said, we need to do another swap. Now is the time because 
this is sick. My audience needs to hear this. I want to hear you talk more about it, how it came to be, and all of that jazz. And I actually just received my own. In this interview, I hadn't received mine yet. So you'll hear that she's kind of explaining how some parts work to me. But now that I've got mine, I can truly say this is the best one that I've ever seen, 100%. It just has so many different components to it that really make it stand out compared to other planners and journals. I've had so many of my own and I've experienced so many different things that are meant to be kind of like worksheets or manifesting templates and whatnot. And to me, this one truly has it all. Like if you've, I mean, for me, I feel like I've had a lot of different ones that are all supposed to cover different areas but hers is huge it's only six months and it's huge it actually looks like it would be a year because of how big the planner is but in the matter of six months you're getting so much stuff in there so really cool covers just about everything for me the way that I would describe it as someone who knows her work I know her content I know what she puts out there I think of this journal and say imagine all of that work all of the value that she offers through her podcast, YouTube, and everything else being put into one tangible place. So you don't only hear her say it, you actually have it in your hands, making it that much easier for you to execute everything yourself. And of course, she describes it so beautifully. I went on her website, of course, looked so much more into it, and she describes it as a planner that's more than just pages. It's a sanctuary for your dreams, a roadmap for your journey, and a vessel for the energy that you pour into it, which is the perfect description for me to plug here because that's what this conversation is really all about. It's all about roadmapping your journey, getting your dreams ready in order, manifesting it, setting your goals, and removing all the limiting beliefs around it. So with all of that being said, this conversation was amazing and so much fun. This is my favorite type of conversation, not only to have, but to share with you all because I find them to be the most transformative. And luckily for you girls, you're getting double gifted today and tomorrow because like I said, she interviewed me as well. So make sure to listen to her podcast, Manifest Daily Tomorrow, for that one. So let's not waste any time and let's get right into the interview. Okay, everyone, please welcome Deandra back to For the Girls. I'm so excited that we are swapping again. These are my favorite conversations, as I was just telling you right before we started recording. So for those of you who may not know Deandra, she's going to give you a little introduction. So share with the girls all the things about you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me back on. I'm super excited. I feel like this is going to be such an amazing episode. We just had Victoria on my podcast, Manifest Daily, and juicy episode, okay? Juicy, juicy (laughs) episode. You must listen to that. But my name is Yonja. As you said, I I will introduce myself with my my big three. Let's do that for the first time ever, right? I'm a Taurus sun, Aquarius rising, Cancer moon. I am also the podcaster, the host, and the content creator yeah, we talked about this before. We I, did. We yeah. yeah we did. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. My face, my jaw kind of dropped. Her jaw we dropped. Have, like the same sort of big three. What am I again? I'm an Aquarius sun, mm-hmm. 
Cancer Rising Taurus Moon or other way around? I forget, but I know you have like, it's like the same three. And that's why I fuck with you because you're Aquarius. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so sorry that I cut yeah. you off there, but I no, you're so, you're forgot. Good, you're good. And then as you said it, I'm like, wait, I think that those are mine, like the opposite way as well. I just yeah. always mess up the Taurus and Cancer. I forget which one is rising. You got to look it up and remind me because I, w- I want to say you are cancer rising i think i'm cancer rising taurus moon which yeah. one which one means that people see me as sensitive my moon or my my rising because i'm the cancer that it, that people it could see. be both because oh, okay, rising okay. is kind of like how you show up to other people but moon is more like your emotions so oh shit i forget so it really could, it could be either or um and that's why they're your big three because they're okay. really very encompassing of how you show up in the world but i'm so sorry please yeah. go no, back you're to good. what you're, you're good <laughs> I, so i was just saying i am the host and content creator behind manifest daily which is my podcast i honestly see Manifestly is being more than just a podcast. Like I think I mentioned this in our episode. I am so obsessed with Goop, and I feel like Goop is like mm-hmm. if I had a brand that was sort of a vision of where I wanted to take my personal brand. Goop is that for me, and yeah. So I have a podcast. I also have a product, the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner, which we will talk about in just a minute. And I also, I also like to say I work a nine to five too, because I think sometimes. People like to hear that piece. I work in marketing mm. and social media for a media company. So that is also a little little fun tidbit there as well. Yeah. Guys, I literally just said to her right before we did this, I was like, I can't believe that you have a regular job because listen, I'm not going to sit here and say like podcasting is such hard work and things of that sort, but it's a, it's a time consuming job you know like it's it's may not be the hardest labor but it's definitely time consuming so I give you all the credit in the world for doing all the things that you do while having that nine to five job but it just goes to show that it's possible and I think a lot of people limit themselves for the same over the same exact things that you completely make happen yeah I would say a nine to five for me I've always seen it as like you know an investor in my business. I work the nine to five and I do enjoy it. I enjoy marketing and social media. I've worked in the industry for years, but it's given me a lot of tools, a lot of connections, and also the money to finance my business, to start the planner business, to buy the mic, to have the software, to do all of the things. I've been doing this for almost five years. And before I was making any money with Manifest Daily, I had I always had jobs to help me do things behind mm-hmm. the scenes, pay for my website, all of that kind of stuff. So it's not a limitation. I think in, if anything, it is a strength and it is something that can help you propel a bit more. And also if you get a job in a similar industry as something that you're trying to create, you can learn so much mm-hmm. from people that have already built the thing that you're trying to do. And like I said, I work for a media company and Goop is a media company and I'm building sort of like a media company. So very kismet. I love that. It's so it's so powerful and it's so true. You're you're literally learning new tools and things on a daily basis that you get to implement. And I love the way that you said it's an investment more than anything. Like above all else, these are your passion projects, you know, the planners and and the uh, podcast and whatnot. But they they do require consistent financial investment. And so your perspective around it just makes complete sense that it's it's an investment. So exactly. I love that. Um, so much has changed since we last swapped. So many things. I, I 
I think maybe you had just moved or you were moving. I moved. All different things happen, happened. One of which I actually, I don't know why I just thought about this, but it came to my mind how we were catching up about all the things that changed once. So guys, we did like a FaceTime, just, you know, talking for honestly so long, actually. I we were like on we, the phone for, I feel for like, like two hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do feel like it was like two hours. We were yeah. just like catching up. And I will never forget that you were part of like such a fun, funny moment for me when my boyfriend sent me the flowers. Like, oh, do yes. you remember that? Yeah. I don't know and why. Like, Who's just, at the door? <laughs> yeah, it just came to me. So yeah. guys, we were on FaceTime catching up and my boyfriend was in Italy with his family at the time. And I think that I was literally in the like point of saying that. I think I was telling you that. And then I get a phone call, like flower delivery. I'm like, flower delivery. And then I took you on the phone and we went to the door and we were screaming. We were like part of the journey. (laughs) Yeah. We were literally like screaming at the flowers arriving. And I just, I just had to put it out there that I loved that moment. I felt like that was a lot of fun. (laughs) It was. I felt like I was right there with you. I mean, FaceTime with the girls is like that, you know, catching up with your friends. So literally felt like I was there with you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. And I remember, too, when we had our first like just chat and doing our podcast swap and how we were both single and kind of going through dating. So it was such a full circle moment Mm -hmm. to see you experiencing that and seeing you really manifest everything that you always wanted and do deserve. So I loved being there for that. Yeah. I mean, the card literally was just like, I miss you. Like, I, I'm like, yeah. that's exactly it. Like, I miss you, Flower. Like, that's, these are the things I want. And they sound so trivial, but like you just said, like manifesting it, making it happen. And it's exact things that we spoke about. Probably, exactly. was it like a year ago? I think it might, may have I feel been. like it was. Going yeah. back to your, your phone screen, everything oh, can yeah. change in a year. <laughs> everything can change in a year. We'll talk Ended. about that in a second, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. explain that a little bit more. But yeah, no, so, so much has changed. I, I loved having you part of that moment with me. But speaking of new things and all that, like you said, you came out with a manifesting gold digger planner, which is so freaking cute. There's the physical, there's the digital. I want to know all the things about it. How did it come to be? What made you really launch this specific product and what can we expect with it? Yeah. So the manifesting gold digger planner is a tool that helps you plan and manifest everything that you've ever wanted in life. It is a physical manifestation of something that I've always done for years, the way I've always laid out my days, the way that I'm able to work a nine to five and have this podcast and this growing business, the way that I'm able to visually plan out my life and just call things and magnetize what I want to experience. So I just decided to make it. I went through a rebrand last year. I believe we talked about this on Mm -hmm. our episode, but I was going through a rebrand, literally a whole new logo and website and all of the things. And after that wrapped up, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm on the, or I'm in a new season, right? I was like, I'm in this new season and I need to do something new. What is the next step for me? And I wanted to do a product and I wanted to do a product that I could see in paper source and target and I don't know, other stores like that boutique stores, you know, just Mm -hmm. the vibe. So I really sat with what I wanted to create and I had so many different ideas, but I kept coming back to this idea of a planner because I've always been this type A girly that's able to blend the very grounded, you know, Taurus earthly realm of 
how we're living in the 3D with the ethereal, with the manifestation, with the magic. And I was like, how do I come out with something that really puts those two together and it is a tool that helps people do everything they want to do and helps them to simplify and understand their goals and their manifestations. And that's kind of how it started. I, I pitched the idea to my designer who I worked with through my rebrand. And she was like, yeah, I can help you create this. And we literally started designing from there. And it was so wild because I remember planting the seeds for this around the, I believe it was the Aries new moon. And usually with like new and full moons, you know, you plant the seeds around new moons and around full moons, you harvest them. So you're kind of looking back at what happened at the previous uh, new moon when you planted the seeds and you're harvesting those seeds when the full moon comes around in about six months. And when the Aries full moon came around was actually when I had my palette delivery for all of my planners and they arrived from overseas and it was like, oh my God, they're here. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was a, it was a, a journey. So many things in my life changed during that time. I did move again. So that happened, but so many things changed, but it's, it's here. It's an actual manifestation of so many things I've wanted to create before in life and have tried to do before, but it, you know, they just haven't panned out in the way that I want to, but now it, it is exactly what I want. Yeah. Wow. I mean, trial and error, you go through things and and I love the initial manifestation of like, I want to see it in paper source. Like I want to see it in boutiques. Like this is not your average planner. This is a high end, like bougie girl planner. I love that it's called like the gold digger planner because that's that's exactly who I feel like it's for. Like the women with goals, you know? And, and of course, I think everyone has some some set of goals but like this is really about like getting shit done like of course I saw it um myself and there's so many different components to it that I'm really curious to get your input on like how everything kind of is an important piece to that puzzle so among those components were a day at a glance, a week at a glance, priorities, you could prioritize one, two, and three, there were daily intentions, there were some journal prompt questions. So and I'm, and I'm sure amongst many more, I even saw like water intake, certain things. So mm-hmm. break that down for us. How does each component factor into true manifestation? Yeah. So to start, it's a six month planner. Okay. And the reason I did a six month planner is because I feel like whenever we start the new year or we're like, okay, I want to get my shit together, we almost kind of start diving in headfirst into Mm. like the deepest pool ever. And then we get overwhelmed and then we're like, oh my God, I can't do this. And I see this happen with people, especially in the new year, January comes along. They want to start all of these things. And by March, they're burnt out. They're like, Mm -hmm. I can't do this. They've forgotten what the goals are. Like they're not even going to the gym anymore. They're not doing any of the things, or maybe they're doing some of the things. So With six months, it's a little bit shorter of a time span so that you can really get clear and intentional. And it gives you almost this feeling that you're less overwhelmed, right? It's Mm -hmm. You're not looking at 12 months ahead of you. So the planner starts off with a couple of sections for your vision boarding, like your life planning, your goal setting. This is where you're setting the goals that you want to achieve in the next six months. This is where you're talking about why you have these goals. What are they going to change in your life? Where you're doing the scripting. I love scripting. It's like one of my favorite, Mm -hmm. favorite, favorite manifestation tools, literally writing your reality into reality. Oh my God. But yeah. So We have the scripting there and we have just kind of like the big picture planning before you dive into the everyday. And the way the planner works is that 
there's this idea of taking everything and going from big to small. So how do you go from like the big picture ideas to the smallest details that you need to nail down that ladder back up into the big life picture? So after all of your life planning for the six months, you just go into a regular planner. So you have your month, you get to set out your goals for the month, your intentions for the month. And then you go into the week at a glance where you can just write down things like your appointments for the week, what you're really Mm -hmm. hoping to achieve for the week. You have your habit tracker. And I talk about habits on my show as well and habit stacking, all of that good stuff. And then you also have your day at the glance. And with your day at the glance, you have your time block. I'm obsessed with time blocking. And we designed it to be a time block section where you're actually able to color code your time block in the planner. Because I do that on Google Calendar all the time. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I also change my colors by season. So since we started November, I actually have to make sure to update my colors to my holiday colors. But it's set up in a way where you can write out what you have for your, like, say, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever. And you can fill in the box with a colored highlighter and actually color block and time block your day there. There is a affirmation for every single day that gives you like a little boost of, you know, something for this uh, day that I flipped to. It says you get to choose because you do get to choose the life that you live and what you experience and what you see, what you perceive. And uh, for each day, you also have time to write out your intention, your top priorities for the day and do things that other planners have, like track your water, your movement. And there's also time to reflect as well as do weekly and monthly reflections. So There are a bunch of different components, but the idea is that they all sort of flow together to really help you create this life that you want over time. And I think we talk about how your life can change so much in a year. Your life can also change a ton in six months if you Mm -hmm. truly, truly, truly get intentional and commit to the changes that you want to make. I literally had a friend text me. She ordered a planner and she texted me and she's like, Deandra, If I use this every single day, like I'm going to, I know my life is going to be so different in six months. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for you to see it. And I'm just so excited for her because I've been seeing the changes with her over the past couple of weeks, like just on her fitness journey and her health and wellness journey and just her committing to using this every day. It's, it's kind of, it's like very inspirational to see because I'm like, damn, like now I want to do some of this stuff you're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Well, first of all, There's no stronger commitment than the commitment that you make to yourself. So I think the journal in itself is just holding you accountable to your commitment to yourself. And, you know, I think we find it so easy to break the commitment to ourselves because we're not letting other people down. You know, like people are more likely to uphold their commitments to plans that they made with someone because they don't want to flake. They don't want to bail on that person. They don't want that person to see them as unreliable or, you know, someone that they can't depend on. But then when it comes to themselves, they're so much easier at letting themselves down and just like letting their commitments go. So I think this planner is kind of like the preventation of making that happen. It's it's like making sure that you stay committed. It's making sure that you really do stay on track. And I think that that's so important. Like your friend said, I know if I stick to this, I know if I stay on track, my life is going to change. So the only reason why my life wouldn't change is if I don't commit to this thing. And it reminds me, speaking of the six months, a while back, I want to say that it was probably last year. I don't remember when it was, but I put out a podcast episode titled, If You Can Guarantee Your Life in Six Months. And the concept of it was, if I told you right now, in six months, 
you will have 100% guaranteed exactly what you want. So tell me all of the goals that you want to make happen. If I were to hypothetically say to you, for a fact, 100%, you'll have it. Just, you know, if you do what you got to do, you'll have that thing. What would you do? And then they start telling me all, well, why I say they start telling me is I've talked about this with clients as well. So I, I reiterated it in a podcast episode. But what my clients have told me is then they start to tell me all the action steps. Well, you know, if my goal is to make, say, five figures the month for a month in uh, in my business, what I would be doing for the next six months is I would be posting every day on my story. I'd be sharing the product. I would be really showing up as a leader. I would get super unapologetic and just like owning it that I'm a business owner and I wouldn't be afraid of talking about it to people. I would really get it out there. All the things that they tell me that they would do if they if they could guarantee the results in six months. Most people don't um, commit in that way or do all of those things for six months because they have that thought of like, well, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. And they don't want to even take that risk. They don't want to be willing to fail. They don't want to put themselves out there if, if they're not going to see results. So it's just that perspective of if you were that willing to really commit and change your life six months from now, what would you do? And that planner completely aligns with it. You're able to literally write down like, like you said, your habits, stacking the habits, writing the habits, answering the the journal prompts, knowing that you get to choose just because you can choose. And all of that, I think, is so important. And I loved your initial point of how you said why you don't plan out for a year uh, and you opt for six months because of that burnout. And I think burnout is a, another big reason why people don't go after what they want in its entirety is because they may they they may just have their hands in too many buckets you know they may just be trying to fill up too many buckets or fill up another person's cup before their own cup and i think that hustle burnout or that overdoing burnout or just that exhaustion that that comes from you know being in a million different places as, at once or seeing things from too far out in advance a year out two years out whatever that's that's a big killer of people's goals and dreams, I would say. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself, or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. 
Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Yeah, I also think that there's something to be said about people fearing the transformation. And I remember my first ever podcast episode was something titled my fear of success or something like that. And, you know, the title itself was, I mean, it, it is around this idea of when you're afraid of your own transformation or you're afraid of your own power, because what a lot of people can realize is that if they were to commit to changing their life and they committed a hundred percent in that six months or that one year, whatever time frame they set for themselves, and they went hard and everything changed, then everything would change. Mm -hmm. And we're so afraid of change sometimes, even if we know, you know, I'll be able to have the resources that I want. I'll be able to have the, the time freedom that I want, the family life that I want, whatever. We also know that it means leaving behind the person that we are now, leaving behind the circumstances that we have now. And a lot of times, I don't think people are ready to leave that behind. And so they stay and what is comfortable, they stay in what they know. Even if they don't like it, it's comfortable because it's what they know. So when you are ready to change your life, I mean, you're truly ready. You're like, okay, I'm, I have to give up some things. I have to set boundaries. Like maybe certain friendships or relationships don't serve me anymore. Maybe this job doesn't serve me anymore, but it's so terrifying, I think, to do that. And I've gotten to a point in my life where I've done a lot of transformation. I remember having like um, an astrology reading and we were talking about all of the different Scorpio placements that I have. And so how I'm, I really, my mission in this life is leaning into transformation, not fearing transformation. And it's interesting because as I look back on my life, I can see the many times that I literally was that phoenix having to rise from the ashes, having to burn everything down and being like, okay, this is no longer serving me. What's next? I don't know what's next, but I know it's not this. And all of the times I've been terrified to do that, but then every single time something much better, much more aligned was born mm -hmm. from that. So there's a part of it where you got to kind of get over that fear or or not even get over it. It's what's the quote, do, feel the fear and do the thing anyways. Because let mm -hmm. me tell you something, you're going to always be afraid. You're going to always be thinking, what if, what if, what if? Well, what if you don't do it? And what if you just stay right here? Because that to me does not sound fun either. <laughs> yeah. It, first of all, I think there's there's really something to be said about kind of facing your fears. It's like that one thing, Uh, one of the, the sayings I always say is 
face it till you make it, not fake Ooh. it till you make it. Love I that. hate the saying fake it till you make it. And I just think Same. it's such a load of BS. I think face it till you make it, face the fears, face the hardships, face those obstacles. And really just like you said, you, you're like, I got to burn it all down, start over again. Like whatever that might look like for people that's what you did you faced it and and I think that's how people come up come out on top and come out bigger and better because they're not out here trying to fake the funk and people like you and myself we just we can never fake anything (laughs) I think we're a little too real um but talking in regards to that goal setting and manifesting I want to talk about the connection between the two what is different about between manifesting and goal setting and how could these two things merge to become one yeah I feel like they're literally a complement to each other I don't I mean actually no they can't exist without one another and I'll explain that piece so when I think about manifestation I'm thinking about bringing something to life we're always manifesting right so maybe we have a certain thought and then that allows us to take certain actions and then we see a result of whatever our actions and our thoughts were manifest come into our lives and we talked about this on the episode we did when you came on manifest daily but a lot of people are kind of moving in the subconscious space where their thoughts they might not even be aware of some of the thoughts that they're having or the thoughts the thought patterns that are happening but those old thought patterns are what's creating their reality. Their belief that they're not good enough or they're not deserving of X, Y, and Z, or they're not confident or they're not worthy, that's manifesting situations that show them exactly what they're thinking and show them that the actions that they're making are aligned with their thoughts, right? So it's all about really rewiring those thoughts and how we move and go about our days to essentially manifest more of what we want. And when I think about goal setting, I think about intentionality. I think about instead of me saying, well, I want this house, right? And I'm just going to sit here and see affirmations all day and hope and wish and want that the universe presents me an opportunity to have my house and sends me the money. Instead of doing that, I can say, well, I want this house. I'm going to manifest this house. What are the steps I can take to align myself with that? And I personally believe in co-creation. So I don't believe that everything is in our power or up to us. Everyone has their, you know, their own belief in God, you know, the divine, whatever. I do believe in a higher power that is helping to co-create with us. So Mm -hmm. if I say I'm going to manifest this house, I truly believe that we're given certain visions to manifest certain things that are for us that we were always destined to have. We don't, you know, if we sit down and talk about your vision for the life that you want in my vision, we're going to have some similarities, but they're going to be different. They're going to be so specific to us. And so that's Mm. kind of the vision that you've been given for a reason, but you're also given the tools and the opportunities to create that for yourself. But now it's up to you to set the goals. Now it's up to you to take the aligned action to align yourself with those things. If I want the house and I know, okay, I need the money or I need whatever, how am I going to get there? What are the goals that I can set around the income that I need to make? Or, you know, the things that I need to work on within myself to feel worthy Mm -hmm. of that house that I want to have to feel worthy of that experience. And then I can take those steps. And as I take those steps, I've always seen in my life, I've always seen in my life and I've always seen in friends' lives that they're given these really cool divine interventions or encounters that help them along. So maybe it's something like you're like, okay, 
I'm setting the goals to make the money or do the thing, whatever. And then maybe you randomly meet someone one day, you go out to a networking event and you meet someone who connects you with someone else. And now you have this really cool freelancing opportunity that you didn't have before that you didn't even know how you were going to manifest the income, but now you have it because you were able to take that inspired action to go to the networking event and to put yourself out there. So they all kind of blend together. I mean, you can definitely manifest without setting goals, but to me, that's not very intentional. What are you calling in? What exactly are you manifesting? You're just sitting at home and hoping that things drop in your lap because things will drop in your lap, but are they going to be exactly what you want or align with you? Probably not. Mm. Well, yeah, I think ultimately you can't manifest without taking action. I think some, I mean, maybe you can, if you're super powerful that you could just sit back and say, um, okay, I want the house. Like, you know, maybe like where somehow, is this house coming from? <laughs> yeah, so maybe somehow it falls into your lap. I don't personally know of anyone who's made that happen, but ultimately you could I've like done this with apartments. Like, you know, the the apartments that I always say I've manifested my apartments because every single one of my apartments was like exactly what I wanted, visualized, done, signed, sealed, delivered. But I had a fight to get them. You know, I had to like make sure that I did the work to get them. I didn't just sit back and say like, yeah, I like this apartment. I mean, it, I was like apartment shopping during COVID. So was everybody else. So <laughs> there was like 20 people in line, you know. So I think having those action steps and whatnot is an easy way to kind of intertwine the two. It, it almost reminds me of yesterday, I was on the phone with a client who really wanted like a game plan of just certain ways to increase, you know, and improve areas of her life. And I said, well, let's take the big general category. So say that the category is finances. You have finances as as the main general topic. Now, within that, what is it that you want to manifest? Okay, I want to say have $50,000, you know, set aside and saved. I want to have $50,000, whatever, whatever. That's now, that's the manifestation, but that's like the subcategory. Then within that subcategory are the goals and the action steps that you're actually going to be taking on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to make that happen. So those are like minor categories to the subcategory of the big general main category. So you got the finances on top, then you got the $50,000 that you want to save. And then you break that down by saying, okay, I need to budget my spending. I need to start, I'm going to limit myself to only eating out once or twice a week. And for the five or six other days a week, I'm going to meal prep. And this way I'm, instead of spending $500 a week on groceries and food, I can limit myself to then spending $150 a week on groceries and food and whatnot. And that's how you start like kind of breaking it down into little action steps so that you're not just looking at this big giant manifestation of I need, I want to save $50,000. You're looking at the smaller goals and action steps that you can hold yourself accountable to do so that in turn, say six months, eight months, a year, whatever, now you have that $50,000. Does that make sense? That makes a ton of sense. That's exactly how the planner works, actually, is that oh. <laughs> literally exactly what you said, right? So it starts off with you setting that goal of, I want to save the $50,000. And then during, as you go through the steps in the planner, 
you're breaking it down. You're breaking it down into monthly, then weekly, and then daily Mm -hmm. goals and priorities to ladder back up into that goal. And there's always the reflection of, well, what could I change or what could I do differently? Because the other thing with, you know, goals and manifestations is that as we experience and go along life and we're calling things in and we're having our different relationships and opportunities come to us, things can also shift and change. So perhaps you decide, well, you know what? I, I, maybe I don't want the $50,000 saved. Instead, I want to save this amount and I want to, you know, take the the rest of it and start this business. Mm. So perhaps your goal shifts because something has happened in your life that's made you realize you actually want to go in a different direction and you want to pivot. And so I think reflection is a big piece of that, really sitting with yourself weekly and monthly to check in. It's like we we're all moving so quickly in this world. We're all like trying to do so many things all at once. And I feel like time literally just feels like it's flying by all the time, but it's really important to get present, sit down with yourself and ask yourself, is this really what I still want? And am I taking the necessary steps and actions to get there? And sometimes the answer is no. And you you have to have that honest conversation with yourself and say, okay, if I'm not doing the things that are aligned with that specific manifestation, if I'm eating out all the time, if I'm spending all of this money, if I have, if I don't even have a savings account, Mm -hmm. well, how the hell am I going to save this money? So now you gotta, (laughs) you know, really have that conversation and call yourself out. You know, it's not a, a bad thing. You're not coming for yourself. You're just having to call yourself out and be like, okay, what do I need to change yeah. in order to get there? And one other thing I want to say too, is the, the taking no action is an action mm. because what you're going to manifest is more of what you already have. So if you're good with the way that your life is now, if you don't want your life to change, great. Don't, don't do anything. Just, just chill. Don't set the goals. Have fun. Love that for you. I'm happy that you're in a place that you love, but if you genuinely want something to change in your life in whatever category that is, perhaps it's your, your self-care, your relationships, your finances, you want to travel more, whatever that is, if you want it to look different in some way in the next six months, the next year, then you need to actively be setting Mm -hmm. goals and be intentional with how you're moving about your life because you're just going to manifest more of the same if you're not doing anything differently. Yeah. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And there we go. <laughs> that's just it. You know, that, that's just the way yeah. the cookie crumbles. Yeah. So speaking of things changing, um, to back up for a second, because Deandra mentioned something that you guys didn't hear because it was part of our conversation separately. She, she brought up my phone background about your entire life can change in a year. So I want to talk about vision boards and manifesting and all that. But what made her mention that was I had said, in our other conversation that in January, I made like a little Canva picture, just literally plain background. And I wrote on it, your entire life can change in a year. And I made that my phone, my work phone lock screen. And I I mean, I am not kidding when I say that since that moment, my life has changed in so many ways to the point where actually a year from when I will have made that. So in January, 2024, my life will look completely different in that grand scheme of what has changed in a year. In in January, you know, I was single. Now, now I'm in a relationship. I was living in Hoboken. Now I moved back home to Staten Island, which was absolutely not in my plans whatsoever. I have new things coming out with For the Girls. My coaching has changed. Just like so many different things have changed already. And it's been now 10, uh, 10 or 11 months, I guess, since I made that. And, you know, it's only just going to keep on getting better. And so 
this leads into really that manifesting through the things that we're looking at, the things that we're consuming. So aside from my lock screen, you know, my home screen is my vision board. My computer screen is my vision board. So I want to talk with you about vision boards and your, you know, perception of them. How important would you say that vision boards are when it comes to manifesting and goal setting for 2024 and honestly for every year after that? Yeah. I love, first of all, your phone background and I love vision boards. I think they're amazing. I'm a very visual person myself. Mm -hmm. I think the importance really depends on the person. If you're someone that finds that you are much better drawn to scripting perhaps, or to just doing something else to really, or like just even simply just visualizing without a vision board present and not having that as a a staple in your home or on your phone or whatever. I know some people, they don't make vision boards, but they're amazing manifestors because they're very intentional and they do a lot of journaling, a lot of writing things down, a lot of speaking it aloud, a lot of embodying who they want to be and what kind of life they want to live. So it just depends. But if you love visual things and you love art and creativity and you find that you're drawn to just any sort of visual expression, I would say you have to make vision boards because that's really going to be a great way for you to set the intention of what you want to manifest in a visual form. So I have kind of similar to you, I have a vision board on my laptop, on my desktop. I have one that's in my office. Like I made it in Canva as well. And then I printed it through a website called Printful. So they just framed it for me. And it just Mm. came as like a thing you can hang up in your office or a room or whatever. I have that. I have one on my phone. I have my Apple watch, which is just pictures in a vision board folder that I have. And so every time I look at my watch, it's a different picture or something from my board or some vibe that I'm really curating. So I'm here for the vision boards, okay? And I think I like having multiple. So here's my take on it. I love having one that's kind of a longer term one. So, you know, you can put a time frame on it, like five years, 10 years, whatever. The one that I have in my office is like my longer time frame because it has a wedding on there. I am single. So, you know, perhaps, <laughs> who, who's to say? Okay, maybe I'm getting married It could next be year. 2024. It really could be 2024. I'm not going to block my blessings by saying no. It, listen, if, if that's what is in store for me, <gasps> not that for me. So I have that one. But then I'm also working on my 2024 one because I love to do one every year as well. And with that one, I just love to think about what is the vibe that I'm curating? If there's something physical that I want to call in, I love putting a picture of myself on the board. I think that's really important to just kind of like put yourself smack in the middle of your board and be like, that's me living my life in this way, whatever. I love a photo. You're like Photoshopping your head onto the bride's Oh my God. And you you can do that too. I feel like (laughs) I just don't do all of that, but I have seen people do it. I have a friend who did one where she Photoshopped herself into, um, what is it? The lavender fields in France. And I was like, you, I love that for you. You're like looking at her albums. Like, oh, I didn't know you went to Paris, the Eiffel Tower. She's like, no, no, no. That's somebody else's body. I put my head on that. Literally, (laughs) that's her. She is forever doing that. And when I tell you, she is traveling. She's, she's gone to all the places. So I mean, it's like the Delulu. I love that. Very delusional. Love it. Very much so. So I love a yearly one. I love a focus word as well, which for me is just kind of the word that is, I guess, The word that I am embodying the energy for, Mm -hmm. for that year. Mm -hmm. And also in the planner, if you get, whether you have the physical or digital version, I have space for monthly vision boards. So you can even do a monthly board and be like, okay, what are maybe some recipes that I want to tap into this month? What is the vibe that I'm curating for this month? Like, what am I calling? And what do I want to feel this Mm -hmm. month? What do I want to just channel and embody? And 
I think it's a beautiful way for you to, again, creatively express what it is that you're calling in, along with all the other things that we're talking about here, right? But it's just a fun way to do that. Yeah, I, I love all of that. I, I'm very visual. And, you know, I, it's funny because before we even planned this call, I was thinking I do need to update my vision board because the one that I have on my like computer and my phone is the one I actually, I made for like, I made it to be for this year. So I made it like 2022 to be for 2023. So I was thinking the other day, I'm like, actually, I should probably update this to be for 2024 because, I, you know, there's things that I've like accomplished or there's things that maybe like don't need to necessarily be on there anymore. And so now I'm like, but similar to you, I have like, I've both way before getting in a relationship, I have like the baby, I have the engagement ring, like I've got all the things on there. <laughs> so that'll stay because now it's now it's a 2024. Now yeah. it's an actual 2024 vision. So I'm I'm very aligned. And I, I just I think that that the visual aspect of it is so important. I also love scripting. And I, I do that with my clients a lot. Um, in the sense of like, setting the scene, I tell them, you know, Imagine yourself as the director, the producer, the script writer, the costume designer, the the star, the co-star, you're all the things in it. And you're literally like just writing a movie scene of your life and literally script it out. And you could set any scene. So I think for anyone who may need an example of one, I, I always like to say like maybe your morning routine, like, and it could be the morning routine that you want to manifest of like, this is what you want your life to look like. So are you single or are you in a relationship? Are you living with a partner? Are you sharing a room, sharing a bed? Are there kids in the house? Or is it just more like your penthouse, you know, like successful girl boss suite, like whatever that might look like. Do you have, you know, a master bedroom, a master bathroom, like describe all of those things. Do you wake up and run to work or do you wake up and like sit and have breakfast and like watch TV for a little bit? Do you work from home? Like what, what is your life like? Are you a stay at home mom, whatever that might be. And there's so many ways that you could script it, script anything. But I, I do think that that's like a very big uh, one for that. I love like putting pen to paper and literally setting the scene and, and honestly just embodying the feeling feeling what it feels like before it actually happens. So this way you kind of, it feels even real. It feels like your reality today. You're like, this is how yeah. it feels to wake up with my partner. Like if I get like warm and fuzzy and I love, I love us having, you know, our breakfast together and whatnot. And it feels really like nostalgic in a way. Like it reminds you of like your parents growing up, whatever it may be like. And I think if you could really do that scripting or do the visualization and see the things and write the things and feel the things that is a huge way that everything comes to fruition because you you're already in it you already kind of know what it feels like and that makes me want to ask you what are your biggest things that you kind of went through that with was there anything that major that came to fruition that you really like had on your board or that you journaled about or that you scripted and really just like felt before it actually happened yeah so before I answer that I just want to say I love the piece about feeling I think that's really tied to gratitude because mm -hmm. I've noticed that when we feel the feelings now instead of you know waiting to feel the feelings when we have the thing in front of us we're just even more grateful, right? So it part of it is being grateful for where you are at now but when you're feeling the feelings you're already grateful because you're like 
I feel what I would feel if I already had this thing. So instead uh-huh. of feeling lack or fear or sadness or disappointment, I feel joy. I feel yeah. happiness. I feel gratitude. So I remember, well, not even remember it. Well, it actually happened yesterday. So I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember but this I one thing that, that happened, happened to me. No, so <laughs> I'm like, I've had this one car, my vision board for years and I've decided I'm getting it next year. So that's, it's already happening. I know it's happening. And so now every time I get in my car, first of all, I'm already, I'm grateful for my car because the car I have now, I manifested that car. It was also on my vision board at one point. So I also scripted it. So I'm so grateful for how it served me. But every time I get in it now, I, I'm thankful for the fact that like, you know, I have gas in there. The tires are good. Like it drives well. It's beautiful. It's clean. But then I noticed that when I'm driving, like on the highway, I'll put it in sport mode and I'll like, I'll literally feel the feelings of me driving that next car. Mm -hmm. So I imagine that I'm already in that car. I'm like in the fast lane, like with my sport mode on, my music blasting. And I'm just so happy. I'm so excited. I'm so joyous. So there's ways to kind of incorporate that feeling, the feeling just throughout your day. You don't have to sit there and be like, okay, six o'clock, got to feel the feelings now. Like it's time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just incorporate it throughout your day and notice how your perspective on your life begins to shift because I'm telling you so much changes when you're feeling that gratitude, like throughout your day and the little moments of things Mm -hmm. that you're experiencing, especially things that you used to want and didn't have before that you now have. So appreciate that and enjoy that and be grateful for that in the, in the current moment. So in terms of things that I've manifested, I mean, there's so many, like this place that I'm living in now is one I moved into a townhome in the summer and I manifested this. I remember like touring the place and then I started scripting about it because I was like, oh my God, I can see myself living here. Mm -hmm. I literally made this Canva where I I took a picture of the layout of the townhouse and I like made a a Canva uh, thing of it and I like screenshotted pictures of my furniture and then outlined them. And like, I was placing them in the actual layout of the part of the townhouse to show where I would put certain things. So I was already planning for the particular unit that I wanted to live in and planning for what it would look like, how I would decorate everything, how everything would be like what specific candles I would burn in which specific rooms. I was like, Oh, I got to go to bath and body and get the candle for my office. Cause I'm going to want to burn this for fall. Meanwhile, nothing hadn't even applied. <laughs> and I was already doing all of this. So that's just like one example, but even things like, again, my car, just, I would say my biggest, biggest manifestation is just the way that I'm living my life right now. Mm-hmm. I think there are times when I do feel kind of like, oh man, I, you know, I want this, or I want that. And that's natural. That's human to kind of think about the things that we don't have that we want in our lives now. But I also recognize how my current life is such a beautiful manifestation of like the the things I would talk about in high school. Mm-hmm. If you ever spoke to me in high school, I always talked about living in the South. Didn't, had never been to the South. I have no family here. I had, had no friends here when I moved here. How did I end up here? <laughs> I don't know. But this was something that I've been talking about for years and years and years. And even just like the job I have, the time freedom I have, I do work a nine to five, but it's fully remote. It's flexible. Mm -hmm. Like the money that I make, all of these things have been on my vision board for years. My salary, the, the place I live in, the amount of bedrooms and bathrooms, the fact that I have 
the amount of downloads I have on my podcast. Like I remember when I first started this and it was just literally my mom and my best friend listening. And now there are people all over the world listening to Manifest Daily. Mm-hmm. All of this at one point was on a vision board, was something I scripted about and now I'm living it. So the more that I manifest, the more I feel so confident in my ability to powerfully mm-hmm. manifest what I want. So now whatever I want something, I know it's happening. Like mm-hmm. I don't even have to sit here and guess or think, oh my God, how-. no, I know it's happening. So yeah. I'm like, okay, what are the actions that I can take to align myself with that thing and just know that it's coming in? So even that car, it might've been on my board for years, but baby's coming next year. So I mean, it's coming in the perfect timing mm-hmm. that it needs to come in. Cause I don't think I would, I don't, I honestly don't think I, it would have made sense for me to get that car when I first moved to Dallas. And now that I have been here for a couple of years, I'm like, okay, it's time. I'm ready to tackle these Dallas highways with, with a sports car. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, isn't that crazy? Like, it's not a matter of if it's happening, it's a matter of when it's happening. And this is something that we talked about in the episode that we, did on manifest daily about patience and having the trust that it will happen. And I think that's exactly what it is. Patience is the trust that it will happen. So maybe you had the car on your vision board year after year after year, and maybe after year two, somebody would have taken it off and said, forget it. But that just wasn't the way that your brain works. You're like, no, I've been manifesting my life. And I think that's why we're so aligned to, I think we have it's, it must be the big three situation because we we have so much in common. Like I was the same way since I was young as well. Like everything that I, I, I do now is what I said I was going to do. And so there was really never a shadow of a doubt. Like it's just like, no, 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 it's going to happen. I mean, of course it's going to happen. Obviously it's going to happen because I want it to happen. And that's just it, you know? That's and literally so, it. Yeah, yeah that, that's just it. And so there's nothing that's going to get in my way. You're like, hell no. And and so even down to the moving situations, you know, I, I always knew I was going to move out of my parents' house at a relatively young age. And um, there was just so many different things that I, I so, so aligned, so many different things that I can relate to. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of this, making all of these happens, making all of these things happen, sorry, comes from taking inspired action and just actually deciding this is what's going to happen. So I'm going to do what it takes to make it happen. So what would you say is your biggest piece of advice on that, on helping others to take that inspired action and just make shit happen? You literally just have to take the action. I don't know how else to say it i feel like we try to find different ways to package this <laughs> to like deliver it to people wrap it up in you a know? bow and like yeah here you go. like i don't i don't know we're in a world now where i mean we want everything with like softness and ease and don't get me wrong okay i love ease but i also like to work hard because i know what comes as a result mm. of and, and i say work hard not meaning like i'm burning out but i i know that when i'm disciplined when i'm committed it allows me time to rest as well. So yeah. they they go hand in hand. I can't just rest all the time because like you're just going to turn into blob, right? <laughs> so we always try to find ways to package up the, the how do you, you know, take chances and how do you do things when you're afraid? You just do it. You think yeah. when I moved here, when I, let me tell you how I moved here. I think we talked about this before, but I'm going to recount the story. Yeah, okay? let's bring it back. I, I literally was in this relationship and I 
knew the relationship wasn't going well. We'd ended it. We got back together and then it ended again. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do? I'm afraid. Do I go to Boston again? Do I go somewhere else? And I came to Dallas. I was like, I'm going to take a solo trip. That was my first ever solo trip. So already I was terrified. I literally remember emailing my boss. It was like midnight one night. And I'm like, hey, I'm taking PTO X, Y, and Z days. I'm taking a solo trip to Dallas. I was like, if I email my boss, it's real. I have to go. I have to go on the trip. So that was me forcing myself to do that. Literally came here, rented the car, rented an apartment, you know, pretended I live here. That was my thing. I I was like, let me go to Target and get groceries, like cook in the Airbnb and pretend I live here. See how I feel. Fell in love. And when I tell you, I toured an apartment and I was like, okay, I'm going to apply. That's it. Like I'm going to apply because in my head, it was like, okay, if I don't apply, if I go back to Boston or I go back to Jersey and I'm not happy there, what what happens? Like, what do, what do I do from there, right? Like, this is in my control now. I have the money. I'm here. Why not do it? What's the worst that can happen? And for me, the worst that could happen was that I moved to Dallas, didn't like it. Okay, great. Now I found out there's a city that I don't really <laughs> vibe with and I moved back to Boston or I moved somewhere else. Amazing, Right. I would learn something and I'd be able to to take something away from that experience. But when I tell you I applied, the plane landed in Jersey. When I got back to Jersey, I got a call. They were like, you're approved for the apartment. And I I shit you not, I called the the people. I found a place, like ship my car, had my car shipped that Friday. And I was moved out by the next week. And <laughs> that is that is someone who's taking action. I was terrified. Yes. I was like, I don't know anyone here. I have never lived by myself in my entire life. And here I am moving to a whole new state, just just vibing, just <laughs> trying to like see what happens. And it's been the best decision I have ever made in my life. My entire life has changed so much since living here. And so much of the growth that's happened to me as a woman has been a result of being here by myself and having to learn, well, what are your boundaries? What are your values? What kind of man do you want to date? What kind of friends do you want to have? How do you build mm. community when there is no community for you, when you're by yourself and you have to start over? And you learn some really hard, tough lessons when you're in a place like that. But when I tell you, it changes you for the better. So Anything that you want to do, if you're like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I don't know, just just do it. Because what's the worst that can happen? You do it, doesn't work out, great. You learn something new, you pivot, you try yep. something else. Maybe you lose a little bit of money in the in the meantime. Yeah. And yes, money is a as a resource, a valuable resource here. But as we talked about before, time is the most valuable resource. So if you go through life and you're always afraid of doing things because you're afraid of losing the money or or losing whatever, you're never gonna do anything that's actually of importance in your life. Like I'm I, that might sound a little bit harsh, but let's be real here. So if you want to live a life that you love, you have to be willing to take risks. Mm -hmm. Like there's no other way to do it. Otherwise it's going to be rather mediocre. And perhaps that is your journey here. And if that is, I, I love that for you. It is not my journey. <laughs> you Personally. are, you're hilarious. Like that is just your journey then. Like if you want to live and rather it, it, mediocre, that's your journey. Yeah. And for some people it is, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, I don't, I didn't choose that. And I will never choose that. I will always choose what is the thing that's going to allow me to grow. What is the thing that's going to allow me to get closer and closer to whatever it is that I want to experience and to have that thing. That's mm -hmm. what I'm going to choose. And Sometimes it is a difficult decision because it involves having to face your fear, face it and make it, <laughs> you know, 
but that's what I choose. And and yeah. to me, living a mediocre life is a safe life. So I can see why a lot of people choose it. And mediocre isn't just across the board, by the way. It's whatever mediocre is for you. So my definition of mediocre is to differ from yours and someone else's. But I know that I don't want that for myself personally. Yeah, no, I, I'm i aligned. I am completely aligned. And I think a lot of the lack of action really has to do with limiting beliefs. And I think it, like you said, you were scared, but you did it anyway. You were frightened, but yet by the end of the week, you already shipped your car. And by the next week, you were back on that plane and and you went from Boston to Dallas. Completely, yeah, (laughs) bags packed on the way. Like, and so I don't think people, well, well, yes, probably people don't take action because of fear, but I don't think that that's the only reason why people don't take action i think one of the biggest things is their own internalized limiting beliefs of just why they can't do it even aside from fear it's just people love to explain why they can't do something they love to justify their lack of success or their lack of action that they take so I think a lot of people are really holding themselves back due to those limiting beliefs. So not only are they not taking the action, but they don't even like to set the goal at all. They don't even want to put the vision board out there. They don't want to put the pen to paper and journal it. They don't want to even say the thing that they deeply, truly want because they believe it's out of reach to begin with. So they'd rather not even make these big, crazy goals because then they know they're just going to let themselves down. So instead, they just like you said, they just kind of stay the same altogether. So how important would you say self-esteem is when it comes to setting the goals, not even taking the action, just setting the goals in general? And how have you improved or how would you suggest that someone can improve their self-esteem to really own what their actual goals are and feel embodied in their deep desires? So self-esteem is definitely very important when it comes to facing your fears, manifesting what you want. Because when you have high self-esteem or when you have high confidence, you're not afraid of rejection. You're not afraid of failure. You know that it's not a reflection of who you are. In fact, it's a reflection of the fact that you can take risks and you are a very, very powerful person. You are a very confident person because you're not afraid to take those risks or perhaps you are afraid, but you're facing it anyway, anyway. And you take the risks and you do the thing and you see how it works out. So personally, that journey for me to build my self-esteem, to build my confidence, it has come with just taking risks and failing. Like it has come with me being like, okay, what happens if I do this? Oh, it doesn't work out. Okay. How can I pivot? And I've learned with myself, there's so much power in my personal transformation. The more that I've had to burn things down, build things back up, the more that I've had to pivot and say, oh, actually, this isn't working out. Let me go a different direction. Let me try something new. The more that I become confident in my ability to problem solve, to rise from the ashes, to not let things keep me down. You know, when I was younger, I feel like I had more of those times where if something didn't work out, I remember I got fired from my first first full-time job that nearly crushed me. And it wasn't because I loved the job so much. Actually, I was going to quit the job. It was such a toxic, toxic environment. But something about being fired at first was just kind of like, oh my God. But then I was able to be like, no, this is actually an opportunity because one, I hated that place anyways. And two, now I have time to work on the things I want to work on. And I feel like every time after that, it was just building upon that. It was like, okay, this person doesn't like me. This relationship doesn't work out. 
okay, well, they're not my husband. I'm, I'm one person closer to finding finding my husband. And that relationship was probably going to drag me down anyway. So I don't, I don't even want to be with that person, right? This, you know, I didn't get this job. Okay, well, they probably weren't going to pay me what I wanted to, or maybe they were, but maybe I wouldn't have liked it, or I'm just not meant to be there. So how can I pivot and continue to take risks. And I feel like the more that I've leaned into taking risks, the more confident I've become because I just know that at the end of the day, no matter what happens to me, I'm very resilient. Mm. I will always bounce back and I will always get what I want in the end. Snaps. I don't know if you can hear the snaps in the microphone, but but snaps to that. I will always get what I want, period. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, let's just end the episode there. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. But you know what? I think that that's just even the way you speak embodies confidence and radiates confidence. And I, I, I do think that that's a big thing is that a lot of women like that. I can't even imagine certain people saying things like that. Like, I will always get what I want, period end of sentence like there's a lot of people who don't feel it's almost like an imposter syndrome they feel an imposter syndrome around that saying saying things like that and feeling things like that and I want I want it to be known that like I think it almost goes without saying for DeAndre because I, I I feel the same way myself like what what she not that I want to speak for you but I want to put it out there that she doesn't necessarily mean that anything she's ever thought she wanted, she 100% gets. It means that even if certain things didn't work out, it just meant that maybe that's not actually really for me. Maybe that's not actually what I want. And then you pivot and then you reroute the goal. And then you have a different goal. Then you have a different desire. And so I think the same way for myself, like, yes, I've oh, I say I get everything I want, whatever. But there have certainly been things that I thought I wanted that didn't work out. So it's, it's not even to say like anything in the world that I've ever thought about once. No, but it means it's this thing or it's something better. So if the initial thing that I thought I wanted doesn't work out, I don't sit there and say, wow, I just went through rejection. I don't get what I want. No, instead I just tell myself, well, then that means that it's something better than this thing. And so then you grow, you mature, you evolve, you change your desires, you raise your standards, you build your self-esteem. And then something so much better than that thing comes along and you're like, oh, so really I do get everything I want. It's just that thing wasn't the actual thing that that was meant for me. Does that make sense? No, that 100% makes sense. And I completely agree because sometimes you do think you want a certain thing and then perhaps you do get it and then you experience it and you're like, (laughs) oh shit, this is actually not it, right? Again, back to the relationships, the job, Mm -hmm. whatever, the friends even, the friend groups. And you're like, oh, this is what they're like or this is is like, that's not aligned with my values or Mm -hmm. that's not aligned with what I see for myself. And so you're able to pivot and say, nope, actually, this is not for me. Yeah. Or perhaps it doesn't work out and you're able to understand why later on. But I feel like whatever is actually truly aligned for me in whatever season of life that I'm in, it comes to me. Yeah. And it does take that patience sometimes. Sometimes it, you know, some things come in quicker than others. Some things you're waiting a year, possibly two or more, whatever. But to the way I see it is that in the grand scheme of things, do I want to have something in my life that's not for me, that's not aligned just because I want it now fast, fast, fast? Or do I want to sit in patience, 
enjoy my life in the meantime, be grateful for what I have and know that the things that are so aligned for me that will literally be such a perfect complement to my life and who I am in that season, trust that they're going to come in. Because whenever I've done that, I've been like, yeah, it was worth the wait. Uh (laughs) It definitely was. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel with everything in life. So I love that. So you asked me a question about wellness and I want to ask you back because I think you have all the best tips. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to return the question so that we can have it here from your perspective on For the Girls. So I want you to tell us about the wellness tools and resources that you have found to be the most helpful for daily manifestation, personal growth, just everything that helps you level up your life. Yeah. So I'll list off a few different categories. First, we got to do the shameless plug, manifesting gold digger planner. That's literally my number one. Perfect for your everyday, like planning your actual day, setting Mm -hmm. your priorities, tracking your movement, reflection, all of that good stuff. And this is something where it's not a journal where you're getting to do journal prompts every day necessarily, but it is a perfect complement to your journal and a perfect compliment for anyone who wants to either be a bit more organized or who's already organized, but wants a bit more intentionality and magic around their organization. I would also say, oh my God. Okay. The gym, is that a tool? I'm going to put it down. Yes. It's a tool for me. Movement, moving my body is so, so important to me. I have found that whenever I don't really adhere to moving my body in a consistent way, I genuinely notice it in just the way my body performs, the way my mind performs, and just the way my mood is. So I am huge on movement every single day. Today, I literally just went for a walk. So I don't think you need to be doing the most every single day, but just going on a walk, having some time to think, that's super important. Another one that just came to mind, I want to mention is tracking my cycle. So if Mm. you are someone that does have a menstrual cycle, tracking my cycle, I got off birth control, I want to say almost three years ago. And Mm -hmm. since then, I've been tracking my cycle. And that's been so huge. There are so many different patterns that I've begun to notice when it comes to new moons and full moons, how I bleed when I bleed around certain moons and what it means for what's happening in my life. Or even just the moods that I have, like leading up to my cycle or after my cycle and just really being in tune with my body, allowing my body to tell me things. I have been learning this a lot in therapy and just sort of somatic responses of how my body responds to certain people or certain situations and how I can kind of look at that and examine that and kind of pick that apart to really see is there something traumatic there, something that I have to work through there. And my cycle has been like a really big tool for me when it comes to how my body is feeling and what, yeah, and how that connects to my intuition. Another one is therapy that I've been loving recently. And I know that this one is not always accessible to everyone. I actually would love to share a resource that I use because I uh, don't get therapy through like traditional health insurance, but I use a tool called Sidecar Health. And essentially you pay a monthly premium. It's actually a pretty low premium. You can play around with the prices based on how much coverage you need and where you're located. They're only in certain states right now. I think they're still kind of in startup mode, but that tool has changed things for me because I'm now able to go to weekly therapy because again, therapy is not the most accessible or inexpensive thing. So I feel like, yeah, if you're out there and you're looking for therapy and it's really expensive and you still want to find a way to go, check out Sidecar Health because that's what I use. And I just pay a monthly premium and I get my therapy at like a super discounted price. And you can also use it at your doctor's office, OBGYN, whatever. Um, So those are all some tools that I love. And then 
last two I'll mention podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I feel like there are so many amazing ones out there. The fact that we have so much knowledge at our fingertips and we can access things like conversations with some of the biggest health advocates in the world, wellness people, just business people who are making all this money, all these different things we have access to at our fingertips. It's amazing. So I love podcasts. Sometimes I go between an entertaining podcast and Mm -hmm. then kind of a knowledgeable, you know, you know, the vibe podcast. Because sometimes in the mornings I'm like, okay, I do not want to hear someone talking about how I need to do X, Y, Z for wellness. I want to hear some jokes. I want to hear someone vibe with their friends. Like I want to mm-hmm. laugh. So I love podcasts. And then the last one I'll mention, because we already talked about vision boards and all the things. I'll mention AG1 greens or just green powder in general. I have been consistently taking that for, I want to say it's been like four months now, okay. maybe three I feel like it's been four time. What is time? A construct. But that being said, I have genuinely noticed a difference in just my performance of my body. And I think this can be any greens powder because I know AG1 is a little pricey. Um, I'm actually going to be trying a new one that I saw recently that I forget the name of it, but it's been, they have done a ton of different testing and they have a lot of the same components and it's at a different price point. But that being said, I feel like with when it comes to diet and what you intake, that is really important. That's going to affect a lot of different things. And for me, I am not always the best at getting my greens in. And this is not a substitute for your broccoli. I know that I've been eating the broccoli too, but this is an addition. This is something that can just help to supplement areas where you might not be getting all of the specific things that you need. And personally, I have just felt a difference in my body since taking it consistently. So I always recommend it to to friends and family of mine now. I have also taken AG1 and I need to get back on using it consistently because I, I feel the same way. I, I definitely notice a difference in myself when I'm like strict with my greens and my vitamins versus when I'm not. Like right now I'm in a phase of like, I really don't take my vitamins every day and like all of those supplements and whatnot. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna get back on my AG1 game and also my vitamins. I definitely need to do that. As you can hear, I have a freaking stuffy nose. Like I definitely <laughs> need to get back on my vitamins game. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm always out here in the stuffy nose in the fall, winter time. So that's one thing. The other thing that I was going to say was you mentioned the gym and whatnot. Just know, girl, it shows. Because the whole call, prior to you even Thank mentioning you. it, I'm seeing your traps, <laughs> like the shoulders and your arms. Yeah, look at your muscular arms, your muscular shoulders. That's what I want. Like, I got, like, the Italian grandma arms, so I got, like, that jiggle where, like, if I... I have a jiggle. No, girl, your arm did not move a muscle just now. (laughs) Like, your arm literally just stayed in place. I, if I wave my arm, if I wave my hand, my arm waves as well. So, like, I got the arm jiggle going, which I never used to have, but my body has changed over the years, and... I also can as you age like harder girl I'm like I'm gonna be 30 next year which is mind blown and I I'm not here for the slander of aging and women I think <laughs> in society we have yeah. this thing where we try to make women feel as if they lose worth over time as they mm-hmm. age and they become less quote-unquote beautiful let me tell you something right now okay I'm gonna age real nice my parents <laughs> my mom is confused for my sister often my dad like 
he literally looks like he's in his prime. He's living his best life. He wakes up at like 4 a.m. to go to the gym. The man is insane. He drinks egg yolks or eggs, raw eggs. Like he's that guy. I'm aging perfectly, but I just want to say, actually, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> actually you know, you're so far away wait, from yourself wait, I'm actually like, where the crying. fuck am I <laughs> I'm actually crying because no, you're like, like on the rant about how aging is not a thing and then you're also like losing your memory and you're like, <laughs> which is like no, typically just, a sign no, of stop, aging stop. and that is I like... have always had the not I, I my memory has always sucked forever guys so no that that's was a different just thing so <laughs> that was like you had you couldn't make that irony oh my god (laughs) well no what I was gonna say what I was gonna say is that as we age like our bodies change and that's one thing that you know you you do want to be aware of especially too like another thing is if you do want to have kids like just really making sure that you're taking care of your body Mm -hmm. and like in a place where you can carry children health healthily healthy healthy um so that's <laughs> that's also a thing but no I've been thinking about that more because I'm just like oh my god my metabolism has always been quick 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 I'm like is that gonna slow down what does that yeah. look like you know but in any case I am trying to be better I eat I have so much sugar daily I try I've been cutting it down but I do love my ice cream I do love my cookies there's there's so a, key, a key with the sugar intake is because oh, I know me. that it, it's very hard to not have like sugar because of course there's sugar in things but if you want to start somewhere make sure on your labels that even if there's sugar that there's zero added sugars so that's where it's really at. If you look at the nutrition facts and you see like sugars, say seven grams, and then underneath will say added sugars. And sometimes it'll say like another freaking 25 grams and it's like total sugars. So listen, of course, like having the low sugar stuff is good, but I think a really big way to start is by paying attention to the added sugars. I, you know what I love that that's, this is my like weakness is the pure leaf you know the brand iced tea the pure leaf iced tea Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know it but there's a raspberry flavored pure leaf iced tea and i'm obsessed with it but there is no joke like 40 fucking grams of added sugars so like the worst one i know so i cut it with water if i'm gonna have it i won't just drink the juice i'll do like no joke 60 percent water 40 percent of the iced tea just to have a little bit of flavor in there but i really try to cut it because that sugar is so bad for you. And I'm mostly a water drinker. I don't drink soda. I don't drink things like that. But just that one I see is like, I just like a little bit of sweetness every now and then. But you know, the oh, ice cream, the ice cream is bad with the added sugars. Like there's a lot of things. So try to just look at the added sugars. If there's zero added sugars, you're good. Okay. But if there's like even two grams of added sugars, that's the shit where you don't know where it comes from. Like what is the added sugar that we don't know what this yeah. is, you know? So Oh, that's so true. Okay, I'm going to start doing that because I'm just like you. When I have juice or something, I usually cut with water yeah. or I make, I love lemonade, but I'll make it at home. So I used to actually, lemonade when I started, too, yeah. no, but if you make it at home, because then you can oh, control no, 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 yeah. at like home the, good. but yeah, lemonade sure. is awful. But that's the thing. When I was drinking AG1s, when I first started it, I did not love the taste. So I would add strawberry lemonade, like a splash. Mm. And I would do like a splash and then like mostly water. But what I've started to do is just do half of a lemon 
like just fresh squeezed half lemon yep. and then some water because it still cuts the taste. But now I don't have like added sugar in yeah. the drink that I'm supposed to be doing like health benefits in the morning. Yeah. Well, you could also, another thing that I, I like to put in my water with lemon is cucumber, cucumber, Ooh. lemon, and water. Cause the cucumber taste, I think hits faster and stronger than the lemon a little bit. I, I love lemon and water, but something about the cucumber, like the taste just like catches real quick so yeah. that cucumber flavor with the lemon oh it's, it's and some mint it's, do you do mint no just cucumber no and lemon okay, okay. I gotta but try it's very that. refreshing yeah I don't have any cucumber in my fridge right now I just have lemons and ginger <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get, try that get some cucumbers fresh cucumber obviously not like juice or anything like that just straight up cucumber but yeah I'm I'm on the same page I think that the sugar is probably the biggest thing that I notice a difference in. And and I also just think um, in regards to my, how, what I feel best doing, of course you, you watch calories, but I really don't count calories. I pay attention Same. to ingredients. So ingredients to me are more important than calories because I'd rather have high calorie of good ingredients than low calorie. Oh, these hundred calorie packs. And then you look at the ingredients and it's like canola oil and like cornstarch and all this shit that like you really shouldn't be eating. So. Yeah. I also hear that apparently the sugar craving can be linked to like low protein intake, mm-hmm. which I definitely think is for me. I, so I don't eat meat and I find that I struggle oh, me either. sometimes. I didn't, I don't know if I knew that about you. Oh I, God, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't think we, but I know you, I, you eat fish too, right? I, I eat fish. Yeah. I okay. Eat fish same, and vegetables, same, yeah. same. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes I struggle with that. Cause I feel like I get on this thing where I'm eating salmon for forever. And then I'm like, okay, I know there's other seafoods, but sometimes I don't switch it up or I don't have beans as much. So I'm really working on doing that like intentionally finding new recipes adding more lentils mm-hmm. in because i love lentils i love black beans i love all of those things i love I a tuna steak i'm big them. on making tuna steak oh i don't love tuna steak it, it's too meaty for me oh <laughs> uh, okay okay but but do you ever have I, yeah. it like basically raw like seared like yeah i like okay. i like it raw like um like seared tuna what is oh, okay. it, the ahi so tuna that, nachos yeah. or something like i like those or so i mean sometimes i'll have tuna steak if i'm out but mostly i'll do salmon scallops yeah. shrimp i, I love, love scallops oh god scallops are so oh my god they're so good oh and my god so, like, i could pop them in my mouth like freaking candy literally just some <laughs> seared scallops oh my god sea bass is so good too mm-hmm. oh snapper red snapper red snapper give me some snapper yeah. yeah you know what though with fish seafood i'll get out no problem but with fish like salmon snapper like white fish and things of that sort uh, uh like a lean fish i only like it from home i never get it out i don't like yeah. I, I don't know I, i'm never ordering it out sometimes they put some creamy stuff on there and i'm just not about that life like yeah i think i, I was at a wedding and they did um salmon with like a, a honey mustard or a Dijon mustard on top and I'm like no that's so not my like I give me I just want like salmon with lemon maybe like some herbs but not yeah I don't like all this not shit too that. much stuff yeah like when yeah. I season mine it's like I love a simple seasoning I've been doing lately topping it with honey okay. before I put I, it in the I've air fryer because it gives honey, like that glaze put, with the honey put um balsamic glaze oh honey okay. and balsamic glaze that. on it yeah because it gives that nice like crisp top and then I think that that'll change your life if you if you mix up the balsamic glaze not balsamic vinegar where it's like the glaze yeah the glaze thick one the balsamic glaze with the honey 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try that. I'm I'm gonna try that because I literally have to go to the grocery store today. Do it. I'm out do it, of do it. everything. And tell in the me fridge. exactly yeah. how you like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got so off track here, but <laughs> I, that's fine yeah. because now the girls are knowing, and now I'm hungry. So I know I'm like now I'm starving, but you know what I made? Um, real quick, I'll just say yesterday I made salmon, and I also made gnocchi with like a tomato sauce. So I'm gonna okay. go have some of that for lunch, mm. and I. Oh, I can't wait. Chef's gets gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my kind of meal. Like, uh, yeah, you can't go wrong. No, you cannot. Yeah, you can't go wrong with gnocchi or salmon. Yeah, you really can't. All right. So to wrap it up, what is next for Manifest Daily? Do you have more products coming? Sorry that this like just was a full reset right now. <laughs> like. <laughs> See, are you, will you turn? be selling salmon and scallops anytime soon? No. I am opening a fish market. <laughs> what is coming up for Manifest Daily? Tell the girls. Yeah. So I do have the Manifest Daily shop right now. It's at shopmanifestdaily.com where you can buy the planner and physical and digital versions. And I started to go down this path of almost kind of creating a boutique. So I started to add other products in the shop that were accompaniments to planning. So pens, pen pouches, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I've recently decided I no longer want to do that. (laughs) So I have all of that stuff on sale in the shop right now. I'm selling at a couple markets here in DFW in November for holiday. So it's going to be like clearance. Like I need to get rid of it. And like they're good products, but I want to just get them gone Mm -hmm. because my next goal is to launch another product that I have just designed, created from the ground up and manufactured on my own and not wholesale um, to go along with the planner. So more of a journal, probably a guided journal of some sort, because like I said, there's space in here to write things and to reflect, but it's not a a full on journal, right? It's Mm -hmm. more of a, a daily planner. So for those people who do journal daily, who do kind of want more of that guided help, questions to ask themselves, how do they actually reflect on a daily basis? That's what I want to design and create next. And I also would love to come out with some of those like uh, conversation cards. Like I love those Uh. games. I have so those fun. games. Okay, I in my like <laughs> early dating stages with my boyfriend, we used to like play those. Those are he, so fun. Honestly, it ended up being like so much fun, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna get to know everything about you. And we were like in our very early stages, like we were seeing each yeah. other for just a couple of weeks, maybe our within our first like two months of seeing each other, and. I I love them. I actually I like sent him home with some cards that he like was struggled to answer, and I'm like reflect on these. Reflect oh my on god, these. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, what is this girl? But he kept seeing me, so yeah, it, it worked out, and I'm sure <laughs> I hope he reflected and circled back. <laughs> he did. He definitely. Oh, did. I love that. Yeah, I love he that. like he cared because I cared, but if I didn't yeah. care, like he would not have cared at all. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, but it's like <laughs> that he cares because you care, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's the goal. I, I want to launch additional products, but I do it's, you know, because as you know, with a business and when it's a small business that can take time, right. Yeah. To get the cash flow to do all those things, especially when you're manufacturing and creating your products yourself. So yeah, like just more products for helping people to manifest their best life lives. And 
I want to continue with the podcast. We are probably going to have that conference next year and just additional things. And I also have a partnership with a yoga studio here in Dallas where I'm teaching workshops there with the planner in 2024. So if anyone is listening to this, um, we can probably include the link in the show notes, but it's the Shala Yoga Loft in downtown Plano. So if you're close by Plano and you want to attend the workshops, I'm doing that with them for the first quarter. And Hopefully that goes well. And we just kind of continue building on those partnerships and building on partnerships with additional studios and boutique shops in Dallas. I love that. I love that. I wish that I was going to be there, but that sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) We definitely will have a workshop, uh, you know, a little conference thingy uh, coming up digitally at some point in 2024. It is definitely a work in progress, but I love all of that. Where can all of the girls connect you and find all the things? Aside from yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Manifest Daily. That's just T H E Manifest Daily, and the shop Instagram is just Shop Manifest Daily, and the website themanifestdaily.com and shopmanifestdaily.com. So they're all kind of the same names yeah. intertwined in there, and you can find the, all of the podcast resources, all of the shop resources. Um, I have like really cool posts on Instagram now with just different things that you can do to create your best life every day, whether that's through actions, affirmations, mindset shifts, that kind of stuff. And then the podcast streams everywhere except YouTube. I unfortunately am not on YouTube, but find it everywhere else. Okay. You got (laughs) it. Thank you for that mouthful. I love all of that information. (laughs) This was so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 